Welcome to The Radiant Life with Tatiana. I am your host and I'm obsessed with empowering you to live and create the best life possible. I'm a master mindset coach, breathwork facilitator, and a passionate little Latina who loves sharing the magic behind your subconscious mind and energetics. If you're looking to uplevel your mindset, learn all about spirituality and manifestation, and to be inspired in making a change to embody your best self, you are in the right place. My goal is for you to see and unlock your limitless potential, to have the tools to break free from the chains holding you back so you can create and live your most radiant life. I am so excited to have you here listening today. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, love, and welcome to the Radiant Life Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about rest, baby. I remember that song. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that made me. Let's talk about rest. <laughs> Obviously, that's not the word of the song. But anyways, yes, let's talk about rest because this is something that I know, I know everyone struggles with. I know this for a fact because I do it. My clients do. I see everybody like, you know, always on our phones, always in the hustle culture. Like, come on, let's, let's be real. I had a client to me the other day say like, I, I feel unproductive when I rest, right? How many of you, hands up, maybe not if you're in public listening to this, how many of you feel unproductive when you want to just rest, when you want to just like sit on the couch and, and just chill, right? You're like, oh, I could be doing this for work. Or I could be doing the laundry or the dishes or X, Y, Z, right? Everyone in our entire world, our society is lacking the ability to rest because honestly, like we have this hustle culture, like go, 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 do, do, do all these distractions. And so I want to talk about this because this is a topic that Evan and I have discussed a lot as, you know, we're both really busy in our careers and we notice it with ourselves, with our family and friends. And this was a topic at our church last week. And I was just like, oof, yes, this is so good. And we need to talk about it. Let's be like, we need to address this. So in today's podcast episode, I want to talk about, I'm going to share with you some statistics actually that may shock your brain because when I heard it, I was like, oh shit, that's not good. And then I'm going to talk about like why we really should rest, the importance of it. I'm going to tell you why we can't rest because you're like, okay, I try to rest Tati, but like, I feel like I'm fidgeting and I like can't move. Yeah. I'm going to tell you why. And then I'm going to explain to you how to rest. What are some things I've done? And what are some other things that have helped others in my life and my clients? And hopefully it can help you because this is something like I've improved on. So the last year and a half, I have been really prioritizing my rest and it's honestly kind of hard for me, but like I hit burnout in the spring beginning, spring and summer of 2021. And it made a really negative impact in my life and my mental health, my relationships and I've been working on it, but like, this is something that doesn't come natural to me. Like I'm not the natural person to just kind of be like grounded and flowy and chill, right? Like if you know me, I have a lot of energy. I got fire energy. I was diagnosed with ADHD at like 15. I think that was before 10th grade or in 10th grade before the phones come up. Like, cause I know everyone has ADHD. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, and, and it got worse as a business owner. And because there was like this hustle culture, you know, comparing myself online and hearing these business coaches, like you just got to keep going and doing it, keep going consistent, consistent, consistent. And yes, but there needs to be rest because your energy matters. And for me, it's been a little hard. It's hard for me to sit still. I got like those like ants in your pants. I like got squirrel brain, but I've really had to do some reframing, some belief work actually, and some retraining of my mind and my nervous system. So we're going to go all into that. I'm going to share more of my story. 
So as you know, as you probably know now, we're busier than ever, ever. And that mental health is on a decline. Like we know this, right? Can nod with me. Can you agree? There's increased rates in anxiety in depression and suicide in unhappiness. Like this is statistics here. And it's not surprising. I mean, there's social media like is not doing well. And so lack of rest is playing a big role in that. And we have this like view, at least here in America, based on what I've seen, because I have traveled the world and I do notice things a little differently, but America like glamorizes this hustle culture, like do, 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 like literally do, do, do until you're like burnt out. So I want to share with you some statistics here. So for my fellow Americans, did you know that we in this country work so much more than all the other countries? We work 137 hours per year, more, that's not total, more than the Japanese. (laughs) It gets worse. Hold on. We work 260 hours more per year than the British and 499, oh, hours more per year than the French. Let that sit in. Look at how much we are working and doing. And we are one of the top countries with the mental health decline and unhappiness. Yeah, kind of scary, right? And for my non-American listeners, because I know you're out there. I see you in my charts. Thank you for listening. As you're listening to this, are you nodding your head? Like, yeah, like we see whatever you, like, I don't know how you even on social media or our news, like, can you see how our country like lacks rest? Can you notice a difference? I know for me, when I travel, when I went to Costa Rica, when I go to the motherland or Uruguay, when I was in Italy, like rest is prioritized. In Spain, they have siesta. They shut all the little stores down and people nap like they prioritize their rest. But here in America, we aren't. Yet, like we have so much success, yet we are unhappy. We're one of the most unhappiest countries. So is it worth that? Like, I don't know. You you decide, right? But it's also comparing it to our old self, right? Okay, so stop comparing to other countries. We're going to compare it to America in the like 50s and the 60s. So like when I heard these numbers, I was like mind blown. And then my pastor shared that. He shared this and I was like, oh God, that's scary. So in the 1960s, as you know, computers were rising, all of this technology was rising, like all these labor, labor saving devices, like, you know, washers, dryers, heatings, laundry, dishwashers, right? So people predicted that with all of this new technology that's helping take out the manual labor for humans, that in a few decades, aka now, we would have like more leisure, more relaxing, like it would be more low key. And they kind of expected us to work maybe 20 hours a week. Yet in reality, our leisure downtime is down between like 35 to 40% since the 60s. Like, bro, come on. Why are we doing so much when we've been blessed to have these tools and equipment to help us slow down, right? Like, we're not meant to just going, going, going. So let's just, let's talk about it, right? Like, I really want to. I think one of the main reasons that people are struggling to actually just rest is obviously what we've been projected on to us. But I believe that there's this unsettling unrest in our souls. Like there's this belief that we're not enough. We're not doing enough. Or maybe you don't feel fully fulfilled or purposeful. So you're just doing, doing, doing more to like 
seek that rest or seek that fulfillment or that good enough feeling or acknowledgement, right? And like, yes, one of the prime directives of our subconscious mind is to always be seeking more, but it still needs rest. And I'm going to talk about that part in a little bit here, but yeah, if you're, it, we're just, it's, it's this unrest within us. You feel me? Are you someone who's constantly feeling like you have to do something like always? Like, can you drive without music? Can you watch a movie without being on your phone? Can you go into the bathroom and take a poop without scrolling on your phone? Like, I mean, come on, come on, come on. I know I'm calling you out. People are constantly doing something, this multitasking generation. So let's break it down. Let's go into why we should rest. Okay. I think you, you, you might like be rolling your eyes here and like, okay, I know I should rest, but it's so hard. I don't know why I can't or how to, uh, we're going to go into that in a second, but I really want to emphasize here on why we should rest. Like we literally refresh and charge up when we rest, like our cells, our body, like we, we are meant to rest. We heal when we rest, right? Like when you get injured or you have surgery, what do you do? You rest like, yeah. Okay. You sleep every night which is great. You're going to heal when you rest, but resting can also be like just being down and relaxing and being present in the moment, not just sleeping. Right. We're less likely for mistakes. And so what does that turn? Less error, less upset, less disappointment. (laughs) Yeah. How many times have you made a mistake because maybe you were burnt out or tired at work with your boss, with your with your partner and you're like, oh shoot, I'm sorry. I forgot. Like I did it the wrong way. I wasn't listening. Like I'm just so tired. I'm so overwhelmed at work, right? Less likely for mistakes. When we rest, this is a huge reason why we should rest. We are happier people. We're more loving. We are more productive. Like think about it. Who are you when you're tired? I know for me at night, I'm like, you know, you don't really want to like be near me if I'm too tired. I get cranky, right? I'm annoyed. I feel burnt out. I'll lash out. I don't let myself get to that point as much. How are you when you're tired? Not that nice of a person, right? And I don't know about you, but can we all agree that the world needs more love and more happiness? Yeah. So another reason why we should rest. We're less likely to be deceived when we're fresh and recharged because when we're burnt out, when we're not consciously like fully there because we're so tired, that's when deception can come in, like from others, from negativity, from the enemy, right? We need to be refreshed. And the biggest reason I believe why we should rest even more is because that's when we get to experience God. How many of you or how many times have, do you pray or you ask for guidance? You're like, please give me a sign. Give me patience, X, Y, Z. And then nothing, crickets. You're like, oh, God must not be listening to me. Universe must not like have my back. Everybody else has been at mine. Like whatever it is, right? But the thing is, if you slow down enough to listen, you would. Because when you rest, you're quiet enough to listen to the message, to the answers that you've been asking for. This was literally me. I was praying to God. I was like, give me answers. I need help. Give me guidance. Give me clarity. And then I was like, I felt like nothing. I was like, is God even listening to me? And then I had one of my breath mentors. She was like, take a bath. Like, do something. You're, you're two in your head. Get in your body. Slow the fuck down. And I was like, well, I go on walks. And you know, she's like, okay, but if you're listening to music or podcast or you're not fully resting, just, just sit. Like, uh, let me ask you, like, when was the last time you did absolutely nothing? No meditation, nothing, right? Probably in a very long time. So this was me. And so when I did the baths, 
And if you've been following me on Instagram, you've known that since what July, since I got back from Italy, I've been doing weekly baths and oh my lanta, the downloads, the messages, the clarity. It's like, boom, boom, boom. I literally have a note section on my phone. That's just bath downloads. It's insane. When you slow down, you hear, you connect to yourself, to God, your higher self, like you get the answers. So this is why we should rest. It's our nature to rest. And it's biblical, right? So like I, I'm, I go to church. This is what we say, right? And they're like, God created the world in six days and the seventh he rested. So yeah, we're meant to rest. So now let's go into why you can't rest. Cause you're like, okay, talk to you. I know why I should rest. Like you don't know how to tell me. Okay. Okay. Let's get to the juicy part then. Why can't you rest? Oh, okay. Now we're going to go into some really, really good stuff. Okay. Let's talk about first one. Shame. How many times when you go to rest, you feel unproductive or you're not proud of yourself. You have these thoughts of like, like Tati, you should be doing that. Tati, you could be doing that and getting ahead. Tati, you could be doing this. Like there's such a disappointment. This is why you're not ahead, right? All these like shameful thoughts. Like for me, when I started my business, I literally was like, "Ugh, I'm watching TV. I really should be creating content or reaching out or improving my program, learning, educating myself, right? Constantly doing, doing, doing. And for me, this is going to bleed into the second one. It came from childhood. It came from the belief system of my authorities. Like, so my parents, maybe my family, teachers, right? And it was like, like, Tati, did you do your homework? Did you finish cleaning your room? Did you write the leaves that you said you were going to do before you could rest and watch TV, right? So then I created this belief or I had this belief that then I had to earn rest. You feel me? Who else is like that? You're like, oh yeah, especially the homework one. So then that goes into the second one, beliefs, the beliefs that we're not productive or we're not good enough until we do X, Y, and Z. So like our subconscious mind, like I said earlier, is always seeking for more. Okay, how can I reach my next level? How can I do that, right? And that's great. It keeps us growing and evolving, but you also need to balance out the rest and slowing down, right? So these beliefs may be yours. They may be your parents. They may be generations, like generational like trauma patterns. So this is something, when did I talk about this? I don't remember, but when I talk about like breath work a lot and, and healing and on a cellular level, like oh, my breakthrough sessions, we talk about like how things come down to us like generationally, right? So for, for example, if things can be in our, in our, in our, what's the word? In our genes, excuse me, like, you know, oh, that runs in my family. My mom had diabetes or breast cancer or, or high blood pressure, right? If that can come from our parents and our grandparents and above them, so can beliefs, so can emotion, so can trauma. Okay. How many times have you experienced somewhere where they like they talk about maybe their story with their parents or their grandparents and they you can like feel the emotion because they were so hurt, so wronged, right? Maybe they were immigrants, maybe they were Holocaust survivors. Yeah. It it it's in ourselves, right? So another example that I, I share with my clients is this mice example. So there's this, I forget who did the study on it was anxiety. So they had these cute little mice. And they would bring in the scent and every time they had, they, you know, the scent was there. Say, let's say it's lilac. So they brought the scent of, is that lilac? Is lilac a scent? Lavender, lavender. Every time they brought the scent of lavender, for example, they would get shocked. You know what I mean? They would freak out. They would get anxious and overwhelmed and freak out, right? And then eventually they stopped the shock, but they would still bring the 
lavender smell. And so what would happen? They would still, their like anxiety levels, they would monitor it, would still go up even though there wasn't the shock, right? Because their brain associated lavender equals pain, shock. Cool. You feel me? You following along? What gets even crazier is that they did the study for the next generation, the generation after that, even three generations after of those mice and the same pattern reaction would happen. They would smell that lavender and oh, get the shock, the anxiety, the, the anxiety, excuse me, not the shock, the overwhelm, like that panic. Think about that. Some of these beliefs or these emotions or these feelings of this like shame or the belief system of like, I have to do X to earn my rest may not be even yours. It could be things from your parents, your grandparents above, right? Like you think about it like this way, even when it comes to emotions in general, like we're talking about rest here, but like in general, I just want to, you were in your grandmother. <laughs> Let me repeat that again. You were in your grandmother. So when your grandmother was pregnant with your mom, you know, her ovaries were creating her eggs. That's where you were, right? So whatever your grandmother was experiencing, you and your mom and you, like on a cellular level, you were absorbing, right? And then when your mom was pregnant with you, you absorb that, right? So some of these things I just want to bring into mind when we go into the how to rest part may not be yours. Or they may be, you know, beliefs and systems that, you know, you've grown up with, right? Okay. Enough about that. I hope you get the point. So shame may be a reason, your beliefs of not being good enough, or productive enough. <laughs> this one's going to get a few of people. One of the reasons why you can't rest is because of your need to be in constant control. This is all, this is for my people pleasers, my perfectionists. And I don't even want to label you as that, but it's with the behavior or the habit or the feeling of if you feel like you have to people please or perfection, be a perfectionist, right? So you feel like you're the only one to do the job, to do the laundry properly, to, I don't know, to make the Canva graphics for your company, to cook this specific meal because you're the only one that knows how to cook it, right? You feel like you're the only one, aka you feel like you need to be in control. But like, come on, you need, you need rest. It's inefficient. You're not meant to do it all. We all have different like expertise and experiences and, and, um, like abilities to do it. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask for rest. So look at it, this example. How many times have you tried to figure out to do something wrong? I mean, to do something right. So maybe for your job or like for me, for example, I would try to learn how to like edit videos and then do Canva graphics and then do this. That's not my expertise. I'm, I'm, I'm a coach, right? It's inefficient. I'm wasting time. I'm not even doing it right, right? I have to release the control. Maybe for you, it's um, mowing your lawn. Like just hire the landscaper and take that 30 minutes to rest. Because when you're trying to be in control and trying to do everything, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to get burnt out. You're going to waste time, money, and energy. Because it could have been resting, girl. Like, you could have been resting. Okay. This fourth one is for everyone. And I mean everyone listening because if you're listening, you're listening through probably a phone. Your phone addiction is a massive, massive reason why you cannot rest. We all have it. We all have this addiction. Walk around today. Look at who's on their phone at dinner. Um, walking to the bus, on the train, wherever you're at, right? While they're fucking driving. Everyone is addicted to their phone. If you haven't watched the movie, I think it's called Social Network. Yeah, go watch it. It's a good one. It's going gonna, it's gonna to blow your mind. Like we're users. Like this is the one 
like drug that we're users for outside of like actual drugs. It's, it's scary. It's scary. Like think about it. I want you right now as you're listening to this, go on your settings and look at the average time, screen time that you have. Lauren did this to me when we were in the sauna on Monday. And she's like, oh, yours isn't bad. I think mine was like four or five hours. Still a lot, right? But I've had to do things that I'm going to share with you in the how part to get it there, right? The average time is seven hours a day. The average time being on your phone for a human is seven hours a day. That's like when you should be sleeping. So right now, check your phone, right? I, I, was, I was on Instagram the other day and I saw this reel. Oh man, of course, the, I said landscapers and now there's landscapers outside. Hopefully you guys don't hear them. But I was watching this reel and it was with, uh, shoot, like Charlie. I don't know, those two sisters on TikTok, like the big, the big people, right? Like Charlie and Dixie or something. And they were talking about screen time and they were like, look at it. And one of the girls was like 12 hours. And she's like, oh my God, I'm ashamed. 12 hours? And then her sister's was 17 hours. And she's like, I must have, she's like, I must have, I must have fallen asleep. She goes, I fall asleep scrolling on TikTok. Bruh. What? What? We should not be on our phones. Go to the bathroom without your phone. Go to sleep without having to scroll on your phone, right? So what's your average time right now? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that in a second here. Like, I don't know about you, all my 90s babies here listening, whatever happened, remember like those habits that they were like, eat this fruit a day and go outside and no more than 30 minutes of screen time a day, right? Like those rules. What the hell happened to that? Now there's iPads in, in, in schools. I, all the time I see kids on their parents' phones, on their, on their iPads, right? We're, we're creating even more of an addiction, even to like four-year-olds. And I'm not shaming it. If you, you know, use TV or iPads with your kids, it's just in moderation, and it's in moderation for us as adults too, right? Why do you think we all have ADHD? Come on, like we all have it. They said statistically from 2007 to 2016, ADHD diagnoses in, in adults have doubled, doubled. So yeah, technically I was within there, but I got tested when I was a kid and they didn't want to put me on pills. Thank the Lord, right? This is the proof of why our mental health is on the decline. And on top of that, our mental health, our depression, our anxiety are increasing just as much as our prescriptions are increasing. Yet there's no, there's no solution of happiness, right? There's increase in prescriptions, increase in phone time, like with the same trend of like the decline in mental health. There's a trend here, you guys, right? And then we just, we try to like numb it with the pills. That's, that's a different story. Like I'm against Adderall. I will share my story on it soon. You get the point, right? They say kids, what was it? Kids, who have two hours or more of daily screen time that are five, five or younger are eight times more likely to be diagnosed with some type of focus issues. We are all addicted to our screens. Another reason why we can't rest. Okay, I'm gonna keep going. Sorry, I'm just I'm passionate about this. This is important. <coughs> okay, one more. Trauma, our unhealed wounds. Do you ever have like insomnia? Do you have trouble sleeping at night? Do you fidget? So yeah, it could be because of the blue screen, the blue light, but it also could be unhealed wounds, right? We all go through shit in life. We all do. Breakups, heartaches, trauma, big T, little T, right? And we're all doing our best. But maybe, not maybe, you probably don't have the tools to work through that, those pains, those wounds from even when you were a five-year-old, right? This is a lot of the work I do with my clients is that inner child healing or just healing in general, because we weren't given 
in a society, these tools to do that or the space, right? And so then it's now taking up space, energetic space in your heart, in your mind, in your body, or you're suppressing it, right? Because we, we, what else are you supposed to do? You didn't know how to do it, right? So many are numbing their past wounds because it's easier or because they don't have the awareness of it or they're just the protection mechanisms, right? So Monday when I was on the sauna with Lauren, we were talking about this and she's like, you know what I was thinking about the other day? She's like, I got upset, a little argument, whatever. And she's like, so I went and laid on my bed and she, she's like, I had like a flashback of when I was a kid, when I would get angry, annoyed, upset, like all these things, what would we do? Again, back to my 90s babies who didn't have phones growing up like this. We would, we would either entertain ourselves, we would feel it out. I remember looking in my mirror. I had sliding doors in my closet and there were mirrors and I would just look in the mirror and cry and be dramatic, but whatever, right? We would, and then we would maybe distract ourselves or lift ourselves up or we would process. We would just sit there and ponder. Or like when you get triggered, right? Like, but now, well, now what do you do? You get in an argument with your partner, your boss, you get triggered. You just, you go, you scroll online, you go on Instagram, you go on TikTok, you go whatever. We get distracted. We get numbed. We don't, we don't just sit and process, right? So that's another reason. And then the last one, sorry, I had two more. It's just, you think you have something to prove, right? The success, the fame, the accomplishments. You just want to keep going, going, going to prove something to someone or you. And this again could come from your childhood belief of that. You have to do, do, do to make your dad parents happy. And that's trickled into your adulthood. One second, I got to sip my coffee. Okay, so now how do we rest? Okay, talk to you. I get it. <laughs> I was really passionate on why we can't rest, but we have to have awareness because without awareness, we can't do anything about it. It's, we first have to aware, become aware of it, then we have to accept it, and then we have to take action. And you're, you've heard me say this a few times in some of my podcasts, the three A's. Awareness, acceptance, action. Okay, now we have the awareness. Now let's talk about what action steps you can do. And I'm going to just say this here. I'm going to say it again at the end. When you listen to my podcast, any podcast, any books, you have the choice to be like, oh, wow, that was a great book. That was a great podcast. I learned a lot. And then forget about it. Or you can be like, okay, I'm going to write this down. Excuse me. And then take action steps moving forward. So I really hope you're taking action steps with this. Let's go back to the phones. Okay. How to rest. Obviously, stay off your damn phone. Limit your phone and screen time. Like shut your notifications off. Oh, Evan, we've gotten in so many arguments over this. For some reason, thinks he has to have all of these notifications on for Instagram, like fantasy football, all these group chats he's in. And I was like, shut those notifications off. You do not need to be alarmed every time somebody likes your post or comments. And if you're some type of content creator, shut your notifications off, right? I literally have notifications on for text messaging, the Bible app, um, airlines, and Snapchat. I do let Snapchat because that never happens. But shut your notifications off. You don't need to be on it all the time. Like, designate a time and a place where you sit down and you catch up on your email, on your Instagram, on, like be intentional about your phone. And I'm not like saying this to you as like, I'm better than you. Cause I get caught up in it too, but I've, I don't, I never had Instagram notifications on never. Right. But so this is something I'm, I'm preaching from an embodiment place. Don't have your notifications on. Second thing that I have also applied in my life is put app limits. So for my phone, my screen time, I think it's 8 p.m. Yeah, 8 p.m. to 7 a.m., all my apps are blocked. Yeah, of course, I can still go on it if I choose to override it, but it it prevents me. It literally prevents me because I'm like, okay, it's 8 o'clock. Let's go into a nighttime routine. Am I perfect? No. Are there times where I'm on my phone later and I do stuff before bed? Yes, right? But 
it's a lot less than when I didn't have it. <laughs> okay. Oh, and with those app limits, I give myself an hour of time for like TikTok and Instagram, right? You can do this. Our phones are now giving us these abilities. So do this. I had my clients do this um, in the Embrace Your Radiance group. They were like, oh, wow, I feel so much better. I, I'm not on, I get to monitor my screen time. I'm more in control of my use of my phone versus my phone using me. Okay. Um, go to the bathroom without your phone. Go on a walk without your phone. And then just watch. How do you feel? What happens? Do you feel more energized? Because like these phones are draining. Our phones are literally teaching us how not to rest because it's so easy. It's literally at our hands to be able to get distracted, numb, um, entertained in a matter of seconds, seconds. And then we can't rest. Okay, second thing, how to rest. Heal your wounds. Heal your trauma, even if it's a generational trauma. Because as you heal, you're going to heal your, your future, like your kids and grandkids and your upline. I always say this. I believe our generation is here to heal generational cycles, traumas, wounds, patterns, all of that. Every single one of my clients, whether it's one-on-one or in the Embrace Your Radiance group, especially the group women right now, because we're in the letting go release phase, which is about like five or six weeks. It takes, you know, some time to be intentional about it. They're all being like, I feel so much lighter. I don't have to carry that wound, that resentment, that guilt, that whatever it was, right? Anymore. They feel happier. They feel calmer. This is how we're meant to operate from. Because when we can't rest, we're operating in that sympathetic nervous system, that fight or flight, where our cortisol and our levels are high. That's related to like our stress levels, right? When we release our baggage, our emotions, we get to heal and feel better. So how do you heal? I don't know. Go to counseling. Go to a therapist. Join Embrace Your Radiance. Let's talk about one-on-one coaching. Breath work, right? Find a way to heal it. You need to heal. You may not be responsible for those issues that may be keeping you out at night. And maybe you don't consciously know, but it's still there in your mind and your subconscious. You deserve healing of it. You deserve to feel free from it. Stop numbing it with your phone, with booze, with distractions, and heal the wounds. I'm here to help you. If you, if you need any guidance on where to go to, who's the best person for you based on your needs, I, I will direct you. If you feel like I am, great, let's talk. Like, honestly, like how to rest, you got to find a way. You got to do whatever it takes. You need to stop doing. We are not human doings. We are human beings. We need to break this addiction of constantly having to do more, do more, this addiction of activity. So maybe for you, for this one, is you have a reminder on your phone or you set a timer. Okay, for these 10 minutes, maybe you start in increments, right? Every 90 minutes of work, you get five or 10 minutes of just rest and not rest to just be on your phone, right? Maybe five minutes on your phone if you need to, then five minutes of like silence, breathing, right? Have a reminder, have a timer, block out your schedule, make it a priority. Another one is you can download an app. So there's all these apps, these meditation apps um, for breath work. There's the pause app, um, there's these apps that can help you get into a more mindful present state. Download them. Help them. Create a routine and add it into your calendar. So for all my busy bees, my corporate, my anyone, it doesn't even matter who you are, my content creators, my entrepreneurs, my coaches, right? We are all busy as we just, even, even my stay-at-home mamas, create a routine and add it in your calendar. Hold yourself accountable. So I recommend five to 30 minutes a day, rest, Right? four hours a week rest and then like take one full day off a week I take Saturdays are like my full day off like no 
but they're off Sundays. Sometimes I do some work or some prepping for the week and that's fine. But Saturdays are my day off, right? Schedule it, schedule the times, you know, read, meditate, go on a slow walk, worship, pray, journal, just sit on your bed and lay like, look at the stars, look at the roof ceiling, right? Add in your calendar, go to bed at a certain time, get that actual sleep rest. For me, every Sunday I create my schedule and I then I'm like, okay, like today's my bath day. I'm going to take a bath today. It changes every day, right? Like Tuesdays are my heavy call days. Cool. Wednesdays I have a slow morning. Like I designate when am I going to just chill? Okay. How can you ask for help? This is another one. How can you, for those, for like either as people pleasing or always having to do or the need of control or perfection, like how can you ask for help? Can you hire a VA for your business? Can you hire the landscaper to cut your grass so you can just have like 20 minutes to yourself? Can you ask your partner to do the laundry? Can you ask your bridesmaids to help planning the bachelorette, the trip? Ask for help. You're not meant to do it all. We're literally a community it takes a village. I, I, I know this doesn't apply, but I was reading, um, I was on Katie Hearn's story this week and she's looking for a doula. She's pregnant with her third baby. And she was like, you know, I'm, I've, I've heard great things to not doulas are to help really the mom. Like, yeah, they help with the newborn, but they help with the mom and take care of the mom. And she's like, I had postpartum depression with Ozzy, which is her second baby. And she's like, I want to like not go through that again. And then someone messaged her and was saying how, in their country, I don't know what country it is, uh, like the first 30 days, like family members, neighbors, the village come and take care of the mom. They do like womb wrapping, which is like wrapping up the stomach. They make dinner, like massages, like they take care of the mom. And she was like, wow, imagine what our American society would be like if we had this. Instead, like we have maternity leave for two weeks, two months. There's no rest after you just birthed the child, right? So my point is ask for help. Okay. Three more here. Learn to train your mind. So this is, this is big because every ounce of you may want to rest, but then you have that little voice, you know, you should be, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. Right. Or your body. Like, like I've done breath work or meditations with people before and I see them fidgeting, right? Like it doesn't feel safe or comfortable or normal in their body. So the first thing I recommend of learning to train your mind is make the reframe. When you rest, you're more productive in the long run. Don't have rest equals unproductivity. Actually, rest equals productivity. I get to show up as the best version of myself. I get to be the best employer, wife, you know, caretaker, whatever it is. Take a moment of every day. If you start your morning filling up your cup with some rest, you're building it. And this is going to take baby steps, right? But do it. Do breath work. Train your nervous system. Breath work has changed my game for me and my clients. If you're listening to this, oh, I may be doing a free breathwork session that week. It may have passed, but follow me on Instagram. I'll put the link on the show notes below. I do a free breathwork session once a month to give you the experience. So reframe the thoughts, right? And learn to find the normality in your body. Next one, second to last one, label the shame part about you. So as we learn to train your mind, release the shame. A great way to do this is to put little character names to, to these parts of us, right? We all have these parts of us. This shame part of you, I could, I could go into a whole other podcast on this. I'm, I'm going to try to be quick because it kind of like goes into the ego and the higher self. I'm, I'm going to do this for you. So stay tuned on that one, but give the names to the voices that are, that are telling you that you should be doing this. Don't rest. You're being lazy. So you can tell her to shut up 
or, 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 or you can be kind and be like, I love you. Thank you. I hear you. But rest is productive now. And we're going to rest Tatiana, right? Maybe you call her like Tina. Like for me, I have a T name, right? Felicia, right? Name that part of you so that you know it's not you. It's just a part of you that's feeling like really like free, agitated. Maybe that belief like we have to do this. I'm not enough. Like, no, 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 no. Calm down. We're good. We're going to rest. Okay. And as you do this, little by little, it's going to, it's going to build up. Right. And that's when you're going to build that normality in your body. You're going to train that mind. And then finally, the last ones is learning to break the distractions so you can become more mindful. So again, with those app limits, scheduling it out, adding meditation practices to bring you more into the present moment, because the more you do it, the more it becomes, it's a muscle. It's literally a muscle. So how can you now soften the hustle do 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 muscle and increase i need to rest i need to take care of myself the more you practice the more easier it's going to come my baths at first it was like a little like fidgety i was a little uncomfortable and now i'm like i go in and i'm like zen out i make it so calm and safe and comfortable Again, it's that muscle. And, and like I was telling, this isn't easy for me. There are days where I'm like, oh, I really need to do this. I shouldn't take the bath. And I'm like, no, you made a commitment to yourself. You know, when you take the bath, you're going to feel so much better. And you can do that thing maybe with a different energy, a clear mind or faster because you have that refreshness to you. Like it's not easier for me than you to do this, but I'm making it a priority. And it first starts with the awareness and with the mindset and then creating practices. And with time, it's easier. I'm able to connect more to myself. I'm able to get the answers that I'm asking for, the clarity, the directions. You need to rest. And to wrap this up, I should have said this in the beginning, but like, I think the, a big reason like I want to talk about this and, and why you really should care. When I went to Uruguay in 2019, I asked all of my elders, like my grandfather turned 90, and like a lot of my family, I'm like, What's something you wish you could go back and do? What's a regret, right? One of the, statistically, one of the biggest regrets of people on their deathbed is I wish I just stayed more. I was more present with those I loved and I wasn't so caught up in work or thinking I had to do all these things. I wish I lived my life more. So I want you to now take this and I don't want this to be your dying regret on your deathbed. I want you to realize how important it is, how it's your natural state to be rest you're worthy of rest and now create a plan take it one day at a time maybe maybe you do get therapy so that is the one step of like you actually focusing on yourself and then from there you start with like one thing in the morning right you start with the phone app limits what's minute like write a list of what you want to do and then just conquer it one at a time and of course, if you need any help and guidance, that's what I'm here for. I'll put all of like my stuff in the, in the description, because like I said, this is great. This is the awareness and you're probably nodded your head. And now this is the acceptance, but now it's, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to take the action? Or are you going to be like, oh, that was just a good podcast episode. Or are you going to do something about it? Right. And so with that doing something about it, maybe you do need help. Like I need that reminder to rest, that accountability. Or maybe you do need that help on the healing, the belief work. Cool. Hit me up hit me up. I'll put the links for one-on-one below. Um, embrace your radiance waitlist. We're going to have that probably starting being, I mean, not beginning sometime in January, February. Um, but yeah, I don't, I want you to be able to rest. I want you to be able to feel recharged. Okay. 
This is a long one. Damn, I don't do long episodes. But you know what? I had a lot to say. And I hope you appreciate my reminder, my love, and that this was a big eye-opener or just a reminder for you. So go rest. Do something today. Be restful. Right, right now, right now, write something and commit to one thing you can do today to just chill the F out and commit to it and show up for it. Okay. <sighs> Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was a beautiful episode for you to listen to. If you know of someone who could use this reminder, as always, send it, send it to them. If you're loving these episodes, I really would appreciate some feedback. If you want to send me a message on Instagram, if you want to write an Apple iTunes review, that I reviews allow the podcast to be reached to more people, as well as you obviously sharing to your friends and family and on your Instagram. On my Instagram story today, I got a message like, I've been listening to your podcast since I've been like during my rough patch and it's helped me so much. Please keep up the good work. And it melted my heart because like, this is why I do what I do. This podcast is free. This is me giving to you as much as I can. Cause maybe you're not in a place that you're wanting or ready to invest in a coach or a program, or maybe you're in therapy and this is just a great tool for you to have on the side. I want to give that to you. So sharing the word, writing reviews, it means the world to me. It keeps me going. It keeps more people hearing the message and I appreciate you so much for doing it. All right. Check out the show notes. I'll put all the links there. I love you. I appreciate you. Go rest and I will see you in the next episode. I hope you have the most radiant day. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with me and write an Apple iTunes review so I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me, you can find me on Instagram at Tatiana underscore Kuto. Make sure to tag me in any posts that you share. I love and appreciate you so much and cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out and radiate your light into the world.